0: On the next episode of Louder Than a Riot, how a law meant to control the mob changed the mixtape game forever. Gangsta Grills is the biggest thing arguably
1: ever in the mixtape's history. Don't tell me that what we're doing is wrong.
0: Listen now to Louder Than a Riot, the podcast from NPR Music.
2: Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hey, Robin. And NPR Music contributor Gavin Godfrey. Hey, Gavin. What's going on, party people? Well, it's New Music Friday, and we're looking at another ridiculously packed week of big releases. We've got new ones from Sam Smith, Busta Rhymes, Common, Elvis Costello, a whole bunch more. But we start with a classic, the 20th anniversary edition of Stankonia from OutKast.
1: Melts Monte Carlo's and El So I'm waking up out of my slumber feeling like Rollo. So follow, it's showtime and it's Apollo minus the Kiki Shepherd. With about a bottle hoe and a leopard print. Teddy, Pendergrass, cooler than Freddie Jackson, sipping a milkshake in a snowstorm. that about the warm in the dorm room at the AU. We blue hate you, athletes might cake you, but you must have me mistaken with them statements that you make.
3: This
2: is Outcast. this album, Stankonia, the 20th anniversary edition of it. The song's so fresh, so clean. The album's been completely remastered. There's a, a surround sound version of it and, and then a handful of previously unreleased bonus tracks. Gavin, I think two decades later, this thing still sounds amazing.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I can remember in Atlanta, right before it came out, we felt like this album was going to change things. And when it did finally release, it sounded so far ahead of its time, just sonically, lyrically, subject matter wise. And so it's crazy. 20 years later, it still just sounds right on time. Very fresh.
5: It's so interesting to think about how this record really engendered a huge shift in hip hop, the geographic shift from the East and West Coast to the South, the use of funk music in a different way than anyone had used it before, and the style of both rappers, especially Andre 3000, who I think that rapid fire style he has is so influential still, even today.
2: You, so you were there in Atlanta when this dropped? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: I, um, I went to a midnight uh, release uh, at Earwax Records, now no longer with us, RIP to one of the great Atlanta mm. record institutions, but it was a midnight release. They had uh, Bombs Over Baghdad and Miss Jackson on loop. Andre and Big Boy came with the rest of Dungeon Family, and it was actually the first time I met either one of them in person. So, I mean, that
2: night sticks with me forever. I bet. We should hear a bit of one of the bonus tracks because um, you mentioned Bombs Over Baghdad. There's an incredible acapella version of it on, on this new 20th anniversary edition.
3: Yeah, in slum national underground thunder pals when I stop the ground, like a million elephants, a silver back, a you can't stop a train. Who wants some? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a hustle name. Where well, man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sitting in a drop top soaking wet in a silk suit, trying not to sweat, hit some assaults without the net. But this will be the year that we won't forget. One nine nine nine.
4: You know, Big Boy and Andre have had been through a lot of this point, had seen a lot. Um, and they just kind of grew frustrated with the industry, and not just the industry, but the world around them. Kind of like we're feeling right now. It like, almost felt like everything in their periphery and, and right in front of them was falling apart. And so, "Bombs Over Baghdad" was just kind of voicing that frustration. And I spoke to Killer Mike a while back, who had said when he first heard the record, he said he thought it would change southern rap and, and hip hop forever. But "Bombs Over Baghdad," I can just remember, kind of smacked us all in the face. And I feel like that was how everybody outside of Atlanta and beyond the Mason-Dixon kind of felt when it dropped. It was just like, what in the hell is this? This is awesome.
2: This is another record we could spend the whole show talking about, but there are a ton of other releases we need to get to. Uh, We are going to have a live listening party with this whole album, the 20th anniversary uh, edition of Stankonia on NPR Music's YouTube channel. Gavin, you're going to be there for that. Just go to NPR Music's YouTube page, sign up for calendar alerts, and uh, we'll send out a reminder when we're about to go live with it. It'll go at 2 p.m. Eastern on Friday, October 30th at NPR Music's YouTube channel. All right, from Outkast, let's go to another super big release this week. It comes from the singer Sam Smith. It's called Love Goes.
3: I have to send you away. You may not understand, but I know that you will one day You're broken, I know this And if you knew it, you would love me a whole different way But that's how love goes, goes, that's how love Try to change you,
1: try to make you into someone else. I guess the only one I'm fooling is my stupid
4: self. You're broken, we know that. And if you knew it, you won't fight me when I say farewell. That's how love.
2: This is Sam Smith. The album is called Love Goes. We're listening to the title cut from it. It features Labyrinth. I thought this was just a lovely record. That you know, it's so passionate, but it doesn't go over the top. Like there, there are a couple pretty big bangers on it. But overall, um, Sam Smith shows a lot of restraint and finesses all these songs.
4: What's crazy about this album is it was originally titled To Die For. Sam Smith wanted to put this album out in May. But obviously, things have gone a little crazy this year, so just the word "die" in the title was something that uh, Sam had to noodle with and went back on. And then, as the pandemic hit a fever pitch, the whole album itself got pushed back. It's been renamed to Love Goes. And um, Sam is going through all the different stages of grief of a breakup. there's there's denial, there's, you know, there's regret. Sam's blaming um, themselves, but ultimately, you know, from the first cut, young, Sam talks about, you know, just wanting to get wild, get high, and kiss 100 boys without any strings attached. And Mm. so um, I think we've all been there. We've had a bad breakup, and you're like, well, I'm just going to date everybody and do all the things, and then the next day you're like, I hate myself. I'm never drinking again. (laughs) Right, right. I feel like that's what this album is, but it's like you've kind of hit on, Robin. It's not very, it's not too somber.
5: I feel like Sam Smith is generally just severely underrated. I think because Sam is an unapologetic pop singer, you know, like they have a sweet quality to their voice and they're very open emotionally and they're not a woman because we often accept this kind of emotionality from women singers. I think that they have been somewhat dismissed. I mean, this is a voice that is, is just so beautifully human, and I don't want to categorize it in any way. So I love having this voice just as a representation of the full spectrum of human emotion.
2: Sam Smith, their new album is called Love Goes. And Gavin, let's do one more before we let you go. This is from the rapper Busta Rhymes. He's back with his first new album in 11 years.
4: Precision of the faster addiction after you listen. Smashing, I whip them fast with the wisdom I give them fluently speaking. Who would be teaching Jews like science is hidden? Look, I'm tired of kicking niggas' head off. See now, I'm trying to avoid from popping the lead off. I saw you topping and jet off. It's time, and I set off the heat like the tropics. Connect with the hood, clicking that fiber optics. I'm deeper than Michael's pockets. I'm equally microscopic.
2: This is Busta we... Rhymes the rapper Busta Rhymes his new album is called Extinction Level Event 2 The Wrath of God the song we're listening to from it is called True Indeed. As I said, this is his first new album in 11 years, and it's a pretty monumental work. Nearly two dozen tracks. The intro, the first cut on this record is this preamble that's more than seven minutes long. And I don't know, the whole record's really apocalyptic, end of days kind of stuff. Hard to find any bright spots on it.
4: It is and it isn't uh, Buster Rhyme's reaction to the current state of affairs in the world, because throughout his career, he's been having this kind of obsession with the end of days. The first album was called The Coming. The second one was When Disaster Strikes. Uh, This is Extinction Level Event 2, so he's already touched on this before. And then there was also Anarchy and Genesis. So. This kind of idea that we're just few sins and a pandemic and bad leadership away from just total destruction in Armageddon is something that he's touched on for such a long time.
5: Can we talk about the features on this record? Because oh my
0: god, yeah, it's
5: definitely. insane. Everyone from Mariah Carey to Rhapsody to Anderson <laughs> Pack to Rick Ross, right. to Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I mean,
4: I, I forgive me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is the first like official Kendrick verse we've heard of 2020. I mean, it's he so brought crazy. Yeah, he brought Kendrick Lamar out of 2020 retirement. He, as you mentioned, he brought the divas out: Mariah Carey and Mary J. Blige pop up, and then also. Um, just some of the OG producers that he used to yeah. work. With. DJ Premier is on here. Walk, Rock Wilder is on here. High Tech, Knotts, Swiss Beats uh, produces the second cut, The Purge, which I really love. And I. it's amazing to me in that Busta is one of those artists that you can put him with some of the OGs, and he still sounds like a classic. You can put him up with the new guys like Anderson Pack, and, and Kendrick and Rhapsody, and he feels right at home. And I, I'd even argue that those folks are probably more intimidated by the fact that they're on a record with Busta Rhymes than anything.
2: Man, so many records this week we could just devote the whole show to. I, feel like. <laughs> I know. And this was another, I mean, this one, it's just epic. Busta Rhymes, his new one is Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God. Thanks so much, Gavin.
4: Thank you, guys. Right, Thanks, be Gavin. Be well.
2: Okay, from the apocalyptic outrage of Busta Rhymes, let's completely shift gears and go to the singer-songwriter Anna Brune. She's back with a new one called After the Great Storm. This is Anna Bruhn, the singer-songwriter Anna Bruhn. This album is called After the Great Storm. This is the title cut we're listening to. She's um, a singer from Norway. This is her first collection of all new songs in five years. And uh, an artist sort of like Sam Smith, who had one record planned, uh, in her case a double album, but then the pandemic hit and she reassessed. And now she's releasing two records, this one and another one in late November called How Beauty Holds the Hand of Sorrow. But let's start with this one, Anne. After the Great Storm, the name alone just implies an epic disaster.
5: What a cinematic, rich collection of songs this is. And, and Anna brune, her 2015 album, When I'm Free, is such a beautiful work, but it's much more sort of contained and subdued, and here she gets into electronics and, and you know, kind of has that sad disco feel that a lot of great yeah. records from 2020 have. I think it really works for her.
2: And not only the sound, but I think the themes get really big and broad in their scope. She does talk about her own personal loss that she's experienced in recent years. Her father passed away, um, and she certainly addresses that kind of grief and loss, but there are also songs informed by, like, climate change and the dying earth and And real broadly, what she says is she sees as the lack of human decency in the world.
5: There is a humanity to these songs as well, and and a deep intimacy. After her father died, she has said she suffered a kind of writer's block. And you can feel that feeling of someone who has inched back into the creative process, who is really thoughtful, has had to go deep, and then gives us the gift of that.
2: Anna Brun is the singer. Her first name is spelled A-N-E, and her last name is B-R-U-N. Anna Brun from Norway. Her new album is called After the Great Storm. And and let's do one more October 30th release before we take a break. This one is a, a collaboration between Emma Ruth Rundle and Thou. It's called May Our Chambers Be Full. <laughs> This is Emma Ruth Rundle and the band Vow. Their new one together is May Our Chambers Be Full. The song we're listening to from it is Ancestral Recall. And of course, for it could be no one else, NPR Music's Lars Gottrich. Back for this one. Hey, Lars. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Emma Ruth Rundle, a singer, songwriter, or a guitarist. Her past solo work, you know, she could get loud and gritty, but I always heard, you know, kind of elements of folk in it. Vow has always been a band that could balance sickening sludge and grungy elegance. And a couple
3: years ago, they surprised me with an all-acoustic album called Inconsolable, mm. with Nery a scream in sight. <laughs> um, but I remember talking to the lead vocalist back when that older album came out, and uh, he didn't even sing on that album. And he was very clearly thrilled and wanted to explore more of this more melodic side of the band. And Emma Ruth Rundle really teases out the melodic gloom that's always kind of underpinned Thou, while Thou kind of sets her up as this like cathedral shaking front person.
5: I was interested to discover that this album is part of a series, uh, the Sacred Bones Alliance series. There's also been collaborations between Marissa Nadler and Stephen Brodsky and the body, and uniform. I don't know if you've listened to those other releases, but I love these unexpected collaborations that, that are happening through the series.
2: This is Thal's bread and butter. They love collaborations. They love doing split releases with bands. They really love. Emma Ruth Rundle joining the band Thou for a new one called May Our Chambers Be Full. Thanks so much, Lars. Thanks, I'll see you soon. And Anne, as always, we've got a handful of other albums out on October 30th that we want to highlight, including new ones from Common, Elvis Costello, and a whole bunch more. But first, we do need to take a short break and we'll be right back.
3: This message comes from NPR sponsor WeTransfer. Are you perfectly happy with the way things are right now? Are there any doubts you have about the world as is? If so, perhaps they deserve your full attention. Perhaps they could even change things for the better. WeTransfer's set of tools is made for just such an endeavor by helping you collect, sketch, present, and share the ideas that all started with doubts. Meet, paste, paper, and collect by WeTransfer. Go to toolstomoveideas.com to learn more. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code SONGS. BetterHelp. Get help anytime, anywhere.
2: It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, I'm here with Ann Powers, and we're looking at the best albums out on October 30th. We start this second half of our show off with Common. He's back with a surprise release this week called A Beautiful Revolution Part One confront the day i want a way to make sense of it
1: yeah it's a maze Mint, the ten of the world and how they see you yay already said they see us as black beetles black people open hebrews let it speak to the savior inside you'll see why the world needs you cathedral Black bodies falling in the hands and the clutches of descendants of the Dutchman Anglo motherfuckers that don't love us Wranglers, it's in their jeans to cuff us We the tribe of Levi, cut them jeans knee high I think that it would be wise to read the book of Eli, Shah Muhammad And see why we prominent, life's precious, all blessings upon it Our mother's grandmothers should be called iconic, life's precious, all blessings upon it
5: don't know what we should call it Some say it's love Some call it less. day Say that we free
6: but we're falling So what should we call it? Blood on the leaves, it ain't autumn The weight is so heavy It hurts underneath Down the sea Like we got it, the artist We got it Oh, we keep on They say
1: racism man it don't stop. They talk sexism yeah it don't stop. Americanism yeah it don't stop. You got to get that wisdom and get your clock before they hit your block.
2: with the This is Common the rapper Common his new one is a beautiful revolution part 1. The song we're listening to from it is called Fallen. Uh surprise release. We didn't uh, even know it was coming until just earlier this week. And NPR music contributor Christina Lee back again for this one. Hey, Christina.
6: Hi. Thanks for allowing me to join in.
2: You know, as depressing as some of the themes are in a lot of the albums out this week, I sure heard a lot of music that just made me feel better, you know, that was sort of reassuring. And A Beautiful Revolution Part One is one of those records. There was something, you know, as disturbing as some of the things are that he talks about on this record. I don't know. I found a lot of comfort in it.
6: Yeah. Same here, Robin. I think... Common has really taken it upon himself to be a sort of peacemaker during troubled times. I think he's kind of looking out in the current climate and is like, how can I offer this concrete expression of compassion? And I think this album is definitely that.
2: That's a great way to put it, to call him a peacemaker. You know, I I kept thinking one of the things that's so distinctive about him and and this record is just how composed and in control he is and, and in control of the message. You know, like there can be outrage, and you can want to fight for justice, but like he never loses his cool.
5: And he works so beautifully with the band he's put together on this record, which includes the jazz great Robert Glasper. And I absolutely love the way he works with the vocalist P J. He's worked with her before, but throughout this record, uh, you know his raps and her voice are intertwined in ways that kind of remind me of like classic '80s lovers rock. Or it is really rejuvenating to hear them together.
6: I've really come to appreciate how Common has approached his music, especially over the past five years. Like you mentioned, And Robert Glasper appears here. Kareem Riggins is also here for those who are paying attention to the supergroup August Green. Um, really, I think with this album, he managed to very gracefully span decades of black music with like this really lush instrumentation, because somehow Chuck D and Lenny Kravitz are able to seamlessly integrate into the fold. In addition to Stevie
5: Wonder on harmonica, it's really like a sight to behold. I was thinking about his place in hip hop and and in pop culture in general. And I I mean, this is an absolute 110% compliment. I think Common is sort of like Jennifer Lopez. And what I mean is he's a master of many things. You know, he's an actor. He's an activist. He's a personality. He's all of these things. And sometimes people who are very good at many things, we forget that they're really good at particular things, like in Common's case, like rapping.
6: Yeah, and I think over the past, I would say like five years, at the very least, since Glory for Ava DuVernay, Selma. It's like all of these worlds that Common sort of participates in has become like seamlessly integrated. And I think it was pretty much from that moment on where he started to really figure out his sense of purpose. And I've this album continues what he's done over the past few, which is, I think, to bridge civil rights movements different generations rather, of civil rights movements together. And it's interesting how many conversations he's been able to start solely by being a quote unquote conscious hip hop person. Like you have to remember that back in the day, gangster rap took that at, to offense because they were like, oh, you got something against us. Uh, and you have to remember in like 2003, Jay-Z was like, I wish I could rap like Common Sense as if that would be making concessions. That's for right. For <laughs> his old goals as a businessman. So it's amazing that like somebody who comes across like a gentle giant like Common is able to spark so much conversation over the past few decades.
2: The new record from Common, the rapper, the actor, the activist, is called A Beautiful Revolution Part One. I'm assuming there's going to be a part two uh, at some point, but a really, really wonderful, powerful, moving record from Common. Thanks so much, Christina.
6: Thanks for having me.
2: From the rapper Common, let's go to the band Nothing. The rock band Nothing has a new album out today called The Great Dismal. This is nothing. The band Nothing. Their new record is called *The Great Dismal*. This track we're hearing from it is called *Say Less*. Uh, this is a Philly rock band I dearly love. They're a band, you know, where I kind of think context is everything with them. You know, I mean, I, I, love <laughs> I just, just have to music. say
5: thank you for thank you for saying that, Robin, because like I need some context to get this record. So help me out.
2: Well, okay. So the band has a vision, sort of a guiding philosophy or way of looking at life that really resonates with me. And this largely comes from the lead singer and songwriter, Dominic Palermo. And that overarching guiding principle is that life is full of pain and <laughs> suffering, and it's awful, and it's all over way too soon.
5: <laughs> this is, dare I say, rather appropriate for this moment in history. <laughs> I'm not saying we aren't all feeling a little bit of that right now.
2: But you know, I think, I think Dominic Palermo, through this band, sees life or human existence is sort of this empty void, but not a void to run away from, but one to get down into as deeply as you can and owning the void.
5: The way you're talking about it, it sounds like it could be really drive the listener into a deep depression, but the music, it does also move your body.
2: Yeah, I don't think Dominic Palermo really just sees everything as pointless and no joy in the world. I think that he's finding joy in accepting the fact that things are awful or often very awful. I'll just say to Dominic and the rest of the band, I've never felt more seen, guys. So
5: <laughs> see you so in thank the you. black hole, Robin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, with this soundtrack playing. From the band Nothing. The record is the great dismal. Okay, let's completely change gears again here and go to Elvis Costello. He's back with a new one called Hey Clockface.
1: The suns to take away our guns and our daughter all
4: camels
1: now. Rivers rising, darkness fell upon people blocked out the sun, the skies
2: This is Elvis Costello. His new album is called Hey Clockface. The song we're listening to from it is We Are All Cowards Now. Obviously, he's a towering figure in music. He's been putting out albums for five decades now. This one is kind of, I don't know if you'd call it shambolic, but it goes in so many different directions. Like there's Tom Waits' rock on it. There's something maybe akin to Dixieland jazz, and then these delicate piano ballads that Sound like they were pulled from the Great American Songbook.
5: Shambolic is an interesting word to choose, Robin. You could also say cosmopolitan. And this album was recorded all around the world. A yeah. few of the tracks, including the one we just heard, were recorded in Helsinki, Finland. But there are certain modes, you know, that he gets in. There's the kinetic punk Elvis. There's yeah. the historically minded balladeer, and there's the groovy noirish Elvis. And yep. that's my favorite, and they're all here. So and anybody the pop who music, Elvis yeah. too. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and all of those Elvises are on this record. And I think that what unites all these songs is that you know sort of acerbic sensibility. The surreal storyteller comes out over and over again. Also, this ongoing preoccupation with the fallout from one's actions. You know, Elvis Costello is a real existentialist in some ways. And he really he writes so much about responsibility and what happens when people betray each other, what happens when society betrays itself, in a sense. And all of that, whether comical or very dark, is on this record.
2: Elvis Costello, his new one is Hey Clockface from elvis costello let's go next to the singer cam she's got a new record out today called the other side
1: so you lost yourself in dark dark places begging running crossing bridges that you've burned before now you are back into my good graces. oh wouldn't you know don't it hurt
2: This is the singer Cam. Her new record is called The Other Side. This is the title cut we're hearing. She's a a country singer who, incidentally, has written for Sam Smith. Uh, She's also worked with Miley Cyrus. She was featured on the clipping album that we had on the show just last week. And this is her third uh, solo album.
5: Cam has, you know, for a minute now, been one of the most progressive artist. She's very eclectic in her approach. And yes, it's true. On this album, you'll note the presence of Sam Smith uh, as a co-write. The late Avicii worked with her on one of these songs. And Harry Styles not only co-wrote a song, but whistles on that song. Yeah. <laughs> the song changes. And I think what's beautiful about this album is, is that it perfectly combines Cam's breadth of vision with her strong roots in country as a genre. And and at the center of it all is her voice.
2: The singer is Cam. Her new one is called The Other Side. And Anne, one more album to play for this week's show, but the new release machine hasn't slowed down yet. So lots of other notable albums out today that we want to flag for everyone. I'll start with the rapper 38 Spesh. His new one is called Interstate 38. Dizzy Rascal, a British rapper and MC, his new studio album, his seventh, is called E3AF. The band Echo Collective has a new one called The Sea Within. This is just really gorgeous, calming instrumental music from Echo Collective. There are three holiday albums out today worth mentioning. Andrew Bird has one called Hark. Google Dolls have one called It's Christmas All Over, and Megan Trainer has a, has a very trainer Christmas. And finally, the artist King Kong has his first ever jazz album. It's called The Infinite Ones.
5: Well, the best thing about this day is that uh, Americana Great's buddy and Julie Miller have a surprise album. It's called Lockdown Songs, and that's exactly what it sounds like, songs that the couple have written during the pandemic. Another beautiful pair... Suzy Roach and her daughter Lucy Wainwright Roach have a really moving new record called I Can Still Hear You, full of love and loss and beautiful harmonies. One of my favorite rappers, Marker Pave, Memphis rapper, has an EP called Crossroads, and a rock band that blew my head off when I saw them at Warped tour a few years back. The War on Women are back with Wonderful Hell. Let's just add, Robin, that Forgive us for forgetting the 300,000 records oh, we didn't mention or not forgetting. It's just there's too many records now. I, I too much music.
2: Down with music. <laughs> those releases all out <laughs> Those releases all out now on October 30th, along with this last one we want to play. It's from Junk Magic. It's called Compass Confusion. This is Junk Magic, the album Compass Confusion. The song we're listening to from it is the opening cut called Laser Beaming Hearts. And Nate Chenin of WBGO and Jazz Night in America returns for this one.
0: Hey, Nate. Hey, Robin. Hey, Anne. Hi, Nate.
2: The song we're listening to evolves quite a lot, so I want to take a second here to scooch ahead and give people an idea of uh, how it builds. So it starts off as like this haunted ambient track and it turns into Jazz Odyssey. <laughs> is that what it turns into? <laughs> Jazz
5: Odyssey. Wait, let me get out my spandex.
2: <laughs> I don't know what you what you call this music, actually. And in fact, I was trying to think of how best to sum it up, but I'll let you do that, Nate.
0: You know, it's it's too bad that the word fusion has been co-opted by so much bad history because that's actually kind of an apt term for this music. So th- this is a project started by the pianist and keyboardist Craig Taborn in the early 2000s. And he released the first album called Junk Magic in 2004. And now here comes the follow-up at long last. And once again, it demonstrates just how well he understands electronic music, and especially techno. He's someone who has collaborated in the past with Carl Craig, the techno genius. And so, you know, you get this feeling of jazz and electronics and beat music and pure texture, and it's all been metabolized by these musicians. I actually love the
5: sort of cinematic, I mean, I will almost say like soundtrack-like quality of this record. I feel like it really paints scenes that I can
0: enter into. But it's, you know, it is exploratory, both in the rhythm and the timbre and the texture,
2: Well, I I suggest listeners give this a very deep listen, particularly this weekend. You know, the timing is great for this one. It's Halloween on Saturday. I'd say get in a dark room all by yourself with a nice pair of headphones. Crank this up. It definitely has the capacity to terrify. Yeah, I, I found that across the record, too, in a good way. I like the chills. Right. Junk Magic is the project, and the new album is Compass Confusion. Thanks so much, Nate. My pleasure. And, Anne, another hella-packed release week in the record books.
5: Well, I don't know what the world's going to be like when we meet again, Robin, but I do oh, know yeah. there'll be a ton of great releases for us to discuss.
2: Thanks so much, Anne.
5: Thank you, Robin.
2: If you liked what you heard on this week's show, but want to hear full versions of the songs we featured, you'll find them in our new Music Friday playlist from NPR. It's in Apple Music, Spotify, and on our website at npr.org slash all songs. We also include new singles that came out this week in those playlists. If you haven't heard NPR Music's new podcast, Louder Than a Riot, definitely check it out. It's thought provoking. It's really incredible storytelling. It's all about the rise of hip hop and mass incarceration. Again, it's called Louder Than a Riot, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. Have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music.